Hey, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And today we have an episode where we're going to be talking to Jonathan Hogue from Stranger Sings, the musical parody. This is something that's going on right now. It's happening in New York. And I think that there's only one more performance in January before they take it off the market and they kind of workshop it. So Jonathan's going to tell us all about that. But before we get started, we wanted to remind you of some cool things happening. If you live in Atlanta or Georgia or Florida and you feel like making the drive, you can meet Priya. She's going to be at the Black Women Film Network holiday party December 5th at 6.30. She said that that's going to be a really fun event. I might drop in, but I don't know, guys. It's really cold in Atlanta right now. The next thing is we are still on a mission to get 11K. We are always... We have touched it like a bajillion times. We'll be at 11.1, and then we'll be at 10.9, and then we'll be at 10.7, and then we'll be at 11 again. And it's like, can we please just stay there, guys? We're pretty solid at 10.8, but the reason we want more followers is not for us. It's because it really does give us opportunities. If we can get more followers, then our podcast can get verified, then we can get access to more of the people that you want us to talk to. And it's hard to do if we are continually losing followers. If you could help us out, we have that contest going right now. And one of the things that we're giving away as the grand prize is a Scoops Ahoy ice cream shirt. This is an authentic shirt given to us by some Stranger Things angels and we want to share it with one of you, but we will not do it. Sometimes in the past we cave and we're like, eh, let's just give it out to a winner, but we're not doing it. When we hit 11K, that's when we're going to give this out. We also have a second prize that we're going to be giving out to people. It is a Pez dispenser. They're the cool Pez dispensers you guys have seen. They come in packages. Of, oh, we're going to give that out to somebody. We also wanted to say a shout out to our friend Glenn Ellen. She played Nicole on Stranger Things. She did a recent shout out for us because she was wearing one of our shirts and she did a nice video talking about the episode that she did with us, asking everyone to follow us. So thank you, Glenn Ellen. If you guys want to follow her, that is at Glenn Ellen on Instagram. And her name is Glenn Ellen Anderson. So she's on Facebook, Twitter. She's all over the place. And lastly, we just wanted to remind you that our friend Maddie, who plays Keith, the arcade manager on Stranger Things season two, made custom wastoid pins. They're pins that are Keith. That was something that he used to say or he said to the kids and he's selling those for $8 on Etsy. Maybe he's selling them for $8. Maybe he had eight pins left. I can't remember. <laughs> but go to his Instagram account. Those are really cool. And they're pretty big pins. They're not your standard like band pins. They're a little bit bigger. They fill up the hand. They're nice and beautiful and purple and glittery. And you should support Maddie because he's cool. So thank you for listening and get excited for Stranger Sings the Musical. Hey strangers, just a quick note before we get started. We recorded this interview with Jonathan via Skype. He was in his home in Atlanta and we were in our home in Atlanta too. So it's strange we couldn't get together, but we couldn't. The interview is great. It drops out a few times, but we think that you will love it and enjoy it. And we appreciate you, Jonathan, so much. Stay strange. Hey Jonathan, this is Ash from the Upside Down Podcast. Hi, how's it going? Hey, so thank you so much for talking with us today. We're really excited about uh, Stranger Things the musical. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the correct full title for the musical? Yeah, it's uh, it's gone through a little bit of a change, but now it is Stranger Sings with an exclamation point, uh, the parody musical. Oh, cool. I yeah. actually, <laughs> I heard about you because I work in Atlanta and I'm in the theater scene. And so I thought it was funny. I noticed that you went to see prom, which I remember that was really big here two years ago. But oh, yeah. Love we, the prom. We have a lot of friends who, you know, live between New York and Atlanta. And so there's a lot of Broadway folks. And somebody was like, have you heard about Stranger Things? And I was like, what? No, I have, <laughs> I have not. And then they connected me and I thought it was really interesting. So I guess what I want to do is I just want to start off by telling our listeners that we're talking to Jonathan Hogue and you are the book writer for the production, correct? Yes, book, music, and lyrics. So. Oh, you're fancy. 
<laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Uh, right now I'm uh, kind of a freelance writer, director, producer. Started as an actor, but kind of got more into the uh, you know directing creation side of theater over time. And uh, yeah, so I, uh, I've been in New York for a couple of years now and just been kind of you know helping uh, create different pieces of art. I have a good group of friends that have been doing different shows. And we actually uh, started with a uh, Friends parody. That kind of spiraled my brain into thinking about Stranger Things down the line. But um, yeah, I've just been doing that for a couple of years and uh, Stranger Things came along and that's kind of my life now. So, <laughs> Look, you don't have to tell us about Stranger Things taking over your life, okay? <laughs> we know all about it. I think what I wanted to know is, you know, you took the time to make this musical that people seem to really be connecting with. What was your first experience with Stranger Things, the show itself? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I uh, Well, I think like everyone, I kind of stumbled upon I remember it came out in uh, it was like in a, in July I think what two years ago two three years ago yep and I remember I kept seeing all the billboards for it in uh, yeah 2016 yeah yep. I remember seeing all the billboards for it in Times Square and I thought oh, that looks interesting and uh, and so I started watching it one night and then you know eight hours later I'd seen the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it just kind of uh, it was one of those things that kind of just got bigger over time I showed it to so many friends that I ended up watching it you know I don't know how many times now but um, yeah it's just one of those shows that I I couldn't really uh, kind of let go sort of you know i think it it's one of those ones that i just loved revisiting and loved kind of like getting more into uh and so when season two came out that was kind of when you know i started thinking more about doing the show so yeah totally that's a that's another question that i had what inspired you you know to kind of to write the musical i'm sure you maybe had some inspiration going but what was it that really pushed you over the edge and made you think i've gotta i've gotta do this yeah, well, like I said, I uh, I kind of have experience working in parody, and so my brain kind of works in, in, in the sense of, you know, noticing some of the weird idiosyncrasies and some of my favorite things. And so I, I think it was just kind of, I think a lot of it was kind of seeing the way that the internet responded to the first season, especially, you know, it, with the, the memes and the, the gifts, and especially with all the Barb stuff, I just thought was so funny. And there was something there that I just thought, oh, man, anything with Barb would just be so much fun to, to parody because, you know, you had the Jimmy Fallon thing that came out that was hilarious. And I kept watching all these other, uh, like, parodies and spoofs. There was one that I love that's uh, uh, Pentatonix did uh, that I've watched many, many times. <laughs> Um, and I just, I don't know, I, I had all these ideas coming off of season two that I just thought, man, this would be really funny. I can't believe nobody's done this. Um, it turns out people have, but not New York City. So I thought, well, you know what? I guess I have to do this. So, <laughs> But it was just one of those things where the, the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, man, I need somebody to write this. And then I, you know, just decided I'm going to wait for anybody else to do it. So uh, here we are. Yeah. And I was curious. So it's a it's a musical, but it's more of a like a concert series production, right? Like it's set up on a stage. Yeah. So right now we're we're kind of in the development stage so we had our first show at a venue called 54 below city uh, which is a con venue so it's kind of a you know you have a bunch of mics on a stage and uh, everybody kind of sits in tables it gets served drinks and food throughout um, and that's been a really great venue for us to kind of get the word out because it's a, a well-regarded venue but it also you know allows for us to kind of get a little bit experimental so we the the show as it is right now at 54 below is technically a concert staging but we do have little scenes in between um, that kind of connect 
song to song. Um, and of course, we do costumes and all of that stuff as well. So it really is kind of the full show at this point. But uh, our goal uh, down the line is to kind of expand it a little more into a full stage production. So that's kind of where we're headed next. Yeah, I was curious. I saw some of the videos that you guys posted, and it looks like there's a lot of fan interaction. It kind of seems like the crowd really gets into it. How's, how have audiences been receiving the show? Yeah, man, it was, uh, I mean, our first audience was really electric. It was, uh, it was really exciting because, you know, we had a, a great mix of people who were, you know, big fans of the show, but we even had people who had never seen the show. And I, I thought it was kind of cool to see how much they responded to the material. Cause I think, you know, as much as it's a parody of, of the TV show, it's also a parody of, you know, all of the classic 1980s, like TV shows, movies, pop culture things that I think people can relate to and pick up on. So a lot of our big references to some of the other 80s icons got really big laughs. And so that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Do you guys have a live band or an orchestra? Yeah, we do. We have a four piece band. We have uh, drums, guitar, bass, and then uh, we have one guy doubling on keyboard and piano. So we get some of that 80s synth sound in there too, which is a lot of fun. So <laughs> You got to have that 80s synth. Oh, absolutely. How did you go about selecting your cast? Yeah. So we, uh, we had auditions in New York and we found a good number of people that we just thought were perfect. And then I have a couple friends that, uh, that I also, you know, brought into the show that I thought were really great. And, uh, uh, just people I've I've interacted with in New York. There are a couple people. Our our uh, Barb in particular. I saw her in a show a year before and thought, oh man, she'd be perfect for it. So we brought her in. But uh, yeah, it's been a pretty cool process bringing in uh, some new, some old folks that I know, and uh, they really brought those characters to life. So have you gotten any feedback from anyone affiliated with the show? Uh, <laughs> actually, it was funny. We um, we had a, a brief interaction with uh, Gaten on. Uh, uh, on Instagram, nice. um, which was, was pretty exciting. He, uh, <laughs> he found the, the actor playing Dustin, uh, we didn't even tag him. I don't know how he found it, but, um, anyway, he, uh, he commented and was saying this looked really fun. And so we got to talk to him a little bit on, uh, you know, through the chat. Gaten probably found you because he is always in, you know, New York and he's always seeing Broadway shows. He's really into it. So I feel like if you sent a personal invitation to him and you asked him to come, I think that he probably would. Yeah, we're feeling that too. We're, we're on it. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So let's see. We put up, or you guys actually put a post up and you sent some things for people that wanted to submit questions to you. So I'm going to ask you some of those questions now. Great. Uh, let's see. Callie McKady 15 says, does Steve have his own song? Uh, yes, yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we have this, uh, our, our actor, Peter LaPrime, he's awesome. He, uh, he'll be on Broadway pretty soon, I'm pretty sure. But um, he, uh, he played our Steve in the last concert version, and he and Dustin actually have a song later in the show. Um, that's all I'll say about it, but uh, I couldn't resist having a little bit of a... Uh, Steve Dustin bromance or, uh, you know, mother, son, father, son, whatever you want to call it moment. Cool. We'll talk to Aum Mills. She wants to know what cities do you guys have chosen? Yeah. So right now, uh, right now we're in New York City. Um, that's kind of where we're, we're focused right now because there actually are a couple of Stranger Things parodies out in LA. I think there's maybe one in Chicago. There's one coming up in uh, Virginia next year as well. Um, but right now, our production is uh, looking at New York City. Oh, cool. So there's other productions. This is just you guys are based solely in New York? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and I and from what I understand, some of the other ones are, are more uh, taking, you know, pop music from the 80s. But this is uh, a fully original parody musical. So, um, And we also have a lot of clips on YouTube as well. So we, you know, want to make sure that people who can't come to New York City um, but do want to see the show will get to at least see 
bits and pieces of it. Yeah, totally. And you shared some of those with us. So we're going to share a little snippet of that on the podcast as well. I've seen the excitement over yours. So I think that's really great. And you know, the more Stranger Things, the better. There's room for all of us. I I am all for that as well. Let's see. Acting Life 9 wants to know, do you think it'll ever be on Broadway? Oh, man. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? (laughs) That would be amazing. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'd be all for it. Um, You know, right now we're looking more um, at a, you know, sit down off Broadway production sometime, you know, in the next year or so, or at least next year, not 2018. That's too soon. But um, (laughs) but, you know, I uh, who knows? It uh, it could definitely get picked up. We just want to keep it going. So yeah, I was going to say, it seems feasible that you could at least do a touring show. If not on Broadway, you could at least go to several of the main cities, maybe Atlanta, maybe LA, maybe Chicago. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you definitely have to play Atlanta. That actually comes to a question from John Reagan. He says, will you be bringing the show to Atlanta since the whole cast is here and they film here? Yeah. Well, Atlanta's my hometown too. So I would love to bring it here. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, and yeah, I know the the fans are down here as well. So yeah, I, I, again, who knows if, it, if it does well in New York and we can start touring at Atlanta would be my first choice to go to. So That'd be amazing. I know that we would, yeah. def- we would definitely be there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. We're like all Stranger Things all the time. I love it. Let's see. So Noah Galvin says, will there ever be an official recorded studio album? Oh, man, that is the hope. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, cast recordings are super expensive, so we're we're still focusing on getting the, the physical show done first. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we hope for a cast recording. It's a really great score, not to compliment myself, but, you know, the cast sounds awesome on it and uh, bring a lot, of, a lot of life to the characters. And I, I think a lot of the humor of the show is in the music primarily, so I just think it'd be really fun to get the cast recording out there soon. But, um, yeah, we're still in development. Uh, we're still kind of tweaking some stuff going into this next performance and future performances. So um, I think once we kind of get more of a, a really solid sit down production that's when we'll start looking at a cast recording but for now we got the youtube videos and the youtube videos are pretty great so yeah totally is there an age limit or an age range for people that should come to your show like i know a lot of stranger things fans range from like five years old to 70 years old what do you think the age range for the show is yeah that's a good question uh i would say probably you know uh maybe 12 to 12 and up Um, I I don't think it's necessarily, you know, scary or anything too profane. I think there may be a little bit of a, an adult edge to it, but, um, otherwise it's, I think it's a lot of fun for everyone. So does the show have any special effects? Is there a Demogorgon that comes in? Oh, there's definitely a Demogorgon. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's pretty great. So I can't really, uh, say much more other than you may see him dance. So yes, that's that's amazing. If yeah. sh- what is the show's current runtime right now as it stands? Yeah, it's a 75-minute one-act show right now. Uh, we're looking to expand it to like a 90-minute, maybe a little longer one-act show. Uh, the hard thing is that this show has so much uh, that I could parody. I had a whole bunch of other scenes that I wanted to include in this first show, and we had to keep it down to a tight 75. <laughs> it's so hard. I could write like three more parodies, but... Um, <laughs> Alas, you gotta you gotta keep it tight. So, well, do you think when season three comes out that you're gonna add on to the show? Just keep it going, or maybe do yeah. a, a part two? Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, I think so. The show right now is kind of mostly takes. Uh, the plot of season one and then there's you know a couple little plot diversions into season two stuff but for the most part you know follows the whole trying to get will out of the upside down trajectory um and so i i don't think that'll change going into a third season but i think what will happen is we'll be able to get more of those 
you know, new characters give them cameos in the show and have maybe some some, you know, sly references to different things, because uh, we have a couple things from season two peppered throughout the script. And, you know, once we get a full stage show, I definitely want to add in a couple more things just for fun, because I think those are, you know, what people want to see and definitely what I want to see. So, yeah. Have you thought about since, you know, there are so many members of the cast that do Broadway or that sing and perform? Have you thought about asking maybe Shannon Purser if she would come for a night and do Barb? I feel oh, like she, man. I feel like she'd be into it. And she's a local I... Atlanta also. And she sings, too. She did that show uh, Rise. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, man, she's up for it, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Barb, Barb's a fun character in the parody because she, um, she takes a little bit of a, a kind of a, a different turn from the way that she's portrayed in the show. Um, yeah. I'll just say we get a little bit more justice for Barb in this show than you <laughs> probably saw in the, uh, in the TV show. So, um, so our actress right now, uh, Savannah Lee Mumford, she's... she's really really funny we uh we had her um uh after her her big number at her first show the audience went nuts for like a whole minute and she had to basically shut them up to keep the show going <laughs> so it's it pretty amazing but um yeah man if 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 uh shannon's up for it we're here for you <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to get shannon too so if we if we get her we'll definitely send her your way amazing so are all of the cast members covered in the show, or is there anybody that maybe you didn't utilize that you want to utilize in the future? Uh, in terms of characters? Yeah, just in terms of, like, Mike, Eleven, Will. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got all the central cast in there. We um, we didn't get into the uh, the whole kind of season two love story that you have with Lucas, uh, just because we're trying to streamline into keeping Mike and Eleven the same, or the, the central love story. So right. that was a little tricky. But um, yeah, we have almost everyone. There was a couple cameos from season two characters and some season one characters that I wanted to include, but I had to cut them for time. But if we do get a full show down the road, I'll definitely throw them in there but yeah you got all the big characters uh even got dr brenner and the demogorgon and everything too so it's uh yeah you get to see all the uh the main faces which is fun so i know on your youtube page you do individual clips of certain numbers are you going to ever have an option probably not now because you're still selling tickets but where you can watch the whole show like if you're somebody in idaho that wants to watch this are they going to have access to it yeah that's uh you know it kind of depends on where we head because i think if we go into a full off-broadway show we would probably hold it back but um but you know i don't know i one of my um i'm a huge fan of the uh i don't know if you've seen the star kid uh like very potter musical those shows on on youtube um, but those, those are, you know, full length parody musicals that were, went straight to YouTube and had a huge, huge following from those. And I really picked up on those. That's kind of what inspired this show. So, you know, I'm all for getting the show out on, on the internet and just letting people kind of enjoy it as at their, at their leisure. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of the hope. I think, I think we would want, you know, a full stage production that we can put out, but you know, if it ends up being the concert too, I think, I think people will really enjoy it. So. What are the dates that the show, like, what are you performing? What What's the run dates for the show? Yeah, so right now we're, uh, we are going back for an encore performance at 54 Below in New York City on January 10th. Uh, it's a 9.30 show, and tickets are on sale now. They are selling fast, so if anybody wants to come up to New York and see us, uh, I would definitely recommend getting them as soon as possible but that's our next our next outing and then from there we're going to be workshopping it and looking at a more sit-down production hopefully sometime in the spring is the goal okay so as of this podcast when this podcast airs next monday you guys Mm -hmm. currently will only have the one show coming up and then you'll announce and then you'll announce days later 
Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of it's still in the in the kind of like uh, you know showcase uh, time. We're just trying to continue to build the word for it um, because the October uh, show was such a big hit. So I saw that you sent somebody down to StrangerCon in Nashville. How did that yeah. go? <laughs> Yeah, it went great. My uh, good friend Nicola, she uh, she was able to go to StrangerCon and uh, you know is a big fan of the show and of our show, and so she got to pass out some flyers and talk to some some big fans. So yeah, it sounds like it went really well. I I would have loved to have gone. That's amazing. Have you guys ever considered coming to you know like DragonCon for example? You know because you're from Atlanta that that's one of our huge cons down oh, here. Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of like San Diego Comic Con. It takes up all of Atlanta, but a lot of the cast are here and they'll probably be filming or around the city when that happens. It seems like you guys should come down and just do a couple of numbers on the streets for the people. Ha- hand oh out man, some, hand out some things. Yeah, well, that's definitely in consideration. I, I know we would have loved to have come down for uh, the same for StrangerCon, but our our show just premiered in October, so it was a little bit of a quick turnaround. But um, yeah, no, it's. I think that would that would be really exciting. Is there anything about the show that you think we haven't covered that you want strangers? That's what we call our our followers. They're strangers that you want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say just uh, keep following us on Instagram and Twitter and uh, social media. I think we um, we're, we're kind of trickling out uh, little little bits and uh, pieces of the show, and uh, we may have some exciting developments coming up for this next show in terms of some possible guest stars um so i'd say just stay tuned and uh you know we're uh, we're wanting to get this stuff out to as many people as possible so cool well i saw on your instagram post that you guys have a sale that's actually starting today will that be running through next monday or is it ending this week uh it's actually just a cyber monday deal unfortunately <laughs> so it's just today so yeah maybe, maybe i guess that won't be Pop it up next Monday for 24 I hours. wish. I know, I know. Yeah, actually it went really well. Apparently we uh, had a limited number of tickets at that at that 40% off price and they're already gone. So, awesome. well, so that's good news. And then do you want to go ahead and tell me all of your social media accounts? If people are interested in the show, how can they follow you guys? How can they support you? Yeah, uh, so uh, we're uh, we're on Instagram at Stranger Things the Musical. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Stranger Sings, um, and then we're on Facebook as well at Stranger Sings the Parody Musical. Awesome. Um, and then our website, our actually our website should be uh, up and running by next week as well. We're Stranger Things. Sorry. Uh, yeah, our website is StrangerSingsTheMusical.com. Well, thanks, Jonathan. It's awesome talking to you. Yeah, great talking to you too. And hey, if you guys are uh, are in New York in January at all, we'll definitely try to get you in. We'd love to have you come see it. So Tori and I are poor. We probably, we probably can't travel to New York. <laughs> but we would love to see the show. So if you come to Atlanta, definitely. Perfect. And again, we reached out to Shannon's publicist about a week ago. So if we get Shannon on the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest to her that she does a guest spot on your show. So Amazing. We'll support each other. It'll happen. <laughs> I believe in us. I love it. Well I'm a big fan of you guys' podcast. I uh, listened to a bunch of episodes before and I will definitely keep listening, so Oh, we're so bad at the beginning, so skip like the first 15 and then we get so much. <laughs> we get so... Oh, don't worry, I listened to the most recent one, so you're good. <laughs> then we get a lot better. But yeah, I appreciate That's you. So Thanks funny. for talking with us. Absolutely. Yeah, right. take care. Best of luck with the show. Thanks. When I'm insecure, your love for me is so pure. You can tell me that I'm beautiful and it's true. And when you call out my way, say I won't get a date. I just remember <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. Thank you.